Welcome to this week's Ask Me Anything. And the question for this week comes from April. She is a math teacher who gets the pleasure of teaching a careers class in addition to her already full math load. And her specific question was about teaching a careers class to a group of juniors in high school and how that could look if I knew of any curriculum or specifically a pacing guide. She already had some information or some curriculum from a teacher who is also teaching the class, but didn't love how it turned out last year. And so was seeking some suggestions. And that's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode. Welcome to the Secondary Teacher Podcast, the podcast for middle and high school teachers juggling multiple preps to get the strategies to reduce overwhelm so that you don't have to choose between being an effective teacher and prioritizing important relationships. I'm your host, Kristen Masick, a 10-year high school engineering teacher, former middle school assistant principal, and teacher coach. Every week, we will discuss strategies, systems, and time-saving tips to help you not only survive, but thrive as a multiple prep teacher. Oh, careers class. I feel like I have a love-hate relationship with it. I love it in that it really helped me get a full job my first few years of teaching because I filled my schedule with a careers class. But where it was difficult is when you're adding on an additional prep that is meaningful, but you're really hoping that you don't keep it forever and always, it can kind of be just an extra thing. It's an extra thorn in your side. You may not feel completely qualified in teaching this type of prep, but it is something that you do have that once again, you're hoping you get rid of, but you want to do the best you can while you have it. This is a perfect thing to literally find something that's already out there. When I was teaching it back in the day, I taught it with a curriculum that I found online that I cannot even remember where it was. Otherwise, I would have given you that resource, April. I did a Google search. I tried to find any sort of scope and sequences and pacing guides and really had a hard time coming up with anything. What I did find was a resource in the high school setting. Now, one thing that I was able to come up with, and I will include that link in the show notes for anyone else who's listening, who is wanting to teach this careers class or who gets to teach a careers class. The other thing that I had found was I looked for resources as far as strands and standards, because sometimes we just need to know where to even start. What is age appropriate for this group? And when it comes to careers, as someone who has a career and who has been through the education process, it's kind of hard to know what really should you be teaching because there's so much you could be teaching, but how much is too much and what are you going to be able to fit in during that school year or how much is too little? Having that idea, some of those strands and standards from either your own state, your own district, or if you need to, you look 
elsewhere. You find other states who might have something. Once again, try specifically looking for that grade level that you are teaching so that it can help you figure out what to do. I know that in the state of Utah, we have a seventh grade course that is about career exploration, but it does focus a lot on the pathways. It's introducing students to different careers within the pathways, and it is pared down to a seventh grade level. And we do also have a new course in the state of Utah that is specifically for those upper grades. It is still career exploration, but it's going more into the finances of post-secondary education or post-secondary life. Here are some of the choices that you would need to make when you're in high school and the path that you choose to go elsewhere. Another thing that a lot of people forget, and I know that I did not tap into it and I really should have, knowing what I know now, is that most comprehensive counseling programs require counselors to be in classrooms and helping students with career guidance. That is one of the things that they are supposed to do every year to become a comprehensive career or counseling center. And you'll need to double check and see if that same requirement is within your state. But from knowing some other counselors in other states, that is still an emphasis that is stressed because they are supposed to be helping students figure out what they want to do after they graduate high school. And they probably have some standards, some things that they have been directed by the LEA, by the state, by whomever, as to things that they can do to help support you in this class, whether it's coming in and giving interest surveys, or also one of the things that I did when I was teaching careers is that they took the interest survey, and then I was teaching sophomores and letting them know based on their interest surveys, what classes we were teaching at the high school, because there were a myriad of different choices at the school. We had a school, when I was teaching this, we had the student population was 3,000 students, and we had 160 faculty. So there were a lot of different options because we had so large of a school that students didn't really know what was even offered. There's the word of mouth of, yeah, my friend's taking this class and it sounds really cool, but to give them some insight of, hey, you can take this class as a high school student. You don't have to wait until you're in college to take this class. And it's based on what your interests are. Those are some ideas of things that you can do if you are so blessed to be teaching a careers class. Now, you might not be teaching a careers class, but you might have a friend who is. If you got anything out of this episode, or you feel like your friend would, make sure that you share this episode with them so that they can get a jump start on teaching careers for the following year. Until next week.